Welcome to the Nation Lifestyle Podcast. Are you a fan or a reader of self-published books? I hope you are because that is exactly what we're going to be talking about in this second episode. I am your host Chalangat Masi. Welcome. And in studio with me is Eric Rugara, a self-published author, and we also have Abdullahi Bule, uh, the owner of Nuria Bookstore. Welcome gentlemen. Thank you, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, so we are basically going to be talking about uh self-publishing. We have seen very many young authors uh going the way of self-publishing books and we would like to find out whether this is sustainable is this uh why why have they decided to just self-publish because we have very many publishers in Kenya and even in Africa. And we have actually done an article on this. It should be coming out tomorrow on Friday. And the young authors are sharing their stories and saying, this is the reason I decided to self-publish my books. So the reason you're here is to discuss this. Thank you so much. Okay, um, you. I'll start with you, uh, Bule. Yeah. Why is there an increase in self-publishing? Uh, thanks for the invite. Uh, the reason I think there is an increase is especially uh, the last two, three years. Yeah. There are many factors. One, mainstream publishers or conventional publishers mm -hmm. tend to prioritize school books. Right. So, and that's where the money is. Cause yeah. The market is guaranteed. Right. Those are students. Yeah. Uh, unlike other books, mm -hmm. non-academic books. So, unless you are writing with the intention of uh, writing a book um, for a set book. Yeah. Unless it's a set book. So, and then there are many other writers. There are a lot of creative writers who have been writing on uh, their blogs, mm -hmm. um, who have been writing on Facebook and other social media platforms. Yeah. Uh, good storytellers. So they don't know where to, how to put it together. Some of them are pushed by author, uh, readers. Mm -hmm. Why can you write a book and yeah. so on and so forth. Yeah. And then when you go to mainstream publishers, uh, first of all, they don't know you. Uh -huh, uh, yeah. They don't know who you are. So um, so they will tell you, okay, bring a copy, we look at it, and then it might take a year or mm -hmm, so. Mm -hmm. even yeah. They might not even publish it because their priorities are totally different. Mm -hmm. The reason why they do that is because of business reason. Because mm -hmm. it makes sense, you know, to write uh, yeah. or publish a school book because the, the market is guaranteed. Because of that, that market remained untapped, yeah. or rather, nobody has attended to it. Yes. And the big, uh, the other biggest challenge that they had was uh, most first-time writers, they don't know where to start from. Uh -huh. They have a script. Uh -huh. So what is next? Mm -hmm. So first, because you need an editor, you need uh, a printer, yeah. you need uh, someone to design the book for you. Mm -hmm. So there were a lot of gaps, because... Uh, uh, conventional or mainstream publishers have everything in house. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, they have a designer, a book illustrator, uh, illustrator, yeah. editor, yes, and then you know, uh, printing. So they end to end, they have the information mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. what to do with it. Yeah. So since first time authors, some of them who are maybe in their twenties, so they don't know where to start from. Yeah. So they used to think that you have to go to uh, mainstream publishers. So it used to be very hard. Mm -hmm. And then printers yeah. used to accommodate 
mainstream publishers mm-hmm. most printers because mm-hmm. that's where they get numbers good numbers print for me 10,000 20,000 yeah. 100,000 copies yeah. Yeah. so now uh, a first time author who doesn't have money how will you print 50 copies 10 uh-huh. copies for them yeah. so there are many challenges besides the time time is the time it takes for you or your book to be published yeah the second thing was uh, the cost involved uh-huh. yeah and the third one was printers who will accommodate your small quantity demand the mm-hmm. demand yeah mm-hmm. so it used to be very hard for them uh, even though now the market has evolved yeah. uh, there are many printers who offer what we call print on demand mm-hmm. where you just place an order for 50 copies they yeah. print for you yeah and then nowadays there are many uh, editors yeah uh, before when an the ma- when an author thinks about an editor they think about newspaper editors mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they never mm-hmm. thought that they're independent editors yeah. who can edit for you books So what they used to think is how will I get a media person to uh, edit to edit book? to the yeah. manuscript yeah yeah your manuscript so because of all those challenges uh, because of that gap information gap yes. that were there so that made you know many authors not to write rather take time to publish their book mm-hmm. so the last couple of years after covid yeah uh, that information especially where we sit at Nuria many authors reached out to us and told us that how can we help us mm-hmm. in publishing our books mm-hmm. uh, and then we used to refer to them editors uh, publishers printers mm-hmm. so where we can talk to them we book illustrators yeah and then uh, we created four years ago a whatsapp group where you know we bring together authors mm-hmm. editors illustrators yeah. publishers as well yeah where you can you know any person that you any th- part that you want to be helped with someone will help you because mm-hmm. yeah. some of now um, i think those writers nowadays some of them are editors as well yeah so yeah of course they're good editors so then because of that now more you know young or first time writers have opted you know to put together the works yeah. and print mm-hmm, themselves yeah themselves are yeah. people buying these self published books yes they do they do they in do. large numbers yes because uh, when we started nuria i think 2015 december yes because we are the first online bookshop in kenya yeah online mm-hmm. so our stock 90% over 90% of our stock were international books mm-hmm. Now uh over I think 45% of our stocks are local books. Awesome. Yeah. So hopefully that's the next about half. Yeah, oh yeah, that's almost half. So the reason why that happened was uh, we have also marketed or talked about showcased Kenyan books. Mm-hmm. And then auth- some authors I think have also pushed for that. So they usually talk about their books on Facebook, mm-hmm. Twitter, yeah. Instagram. Yeah. So that also positioning and marketing has helped now Kenyan readers to read Kenyan books. Because mm-hmm. um, the idea of you know Kenyans uh, tend to read West African books, international books has been there. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think it's because of the heavy lifting that were done by the international market mm-hmm, and also mm-hmm. uh, West African uh, writers. Yeah. So they've pushed for the books besides them having a bigger like Nigeria a bigger population yeah. is over 200 maybe 230 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, like us 50 55 million. Because of that I think not only that because of the I think uh, Nigerians what they do is they talk about their books a lot a lot a lot and then they have agents also who also uh, represent them outside africa yes uh, in uk and us yeah. where people you know share manuscript with established publishers yeah 
outside Africa mm-hmm. and that helped them a lot you know also reach yeah. wider market yeah but now us Kenyans we are catching up yeah uh, and more Kenyan readers are supporting Kenyan uh, authors mm-hmm. before what used to happen is uh, a Kenyan reader will tell you Kenya mm-hmm. uh, because they were not seeing the books exactly, in the bookshop. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So perception was quantitative to Zuri quality of the paper is not good. Mm-hmm. Like Eric's book now is like standard of international now. Yeah. Because we have a lot of off white paper right. or, or a book paper. Right. Mm, we have good editors nowadays mm-hmm. who can design book for you. Yeah. Book cover designers. Yeah. And someone who can also look at the s- flow of the story, mm-hmm. who can tell you, remove this story, put it this yeah, way. Yeah. So unlike before, we never had that. But now, I think we have matured mm-hmm. as, 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 a, as a market, yeah. as Kenyans. Yeah. And more authors are also talking about their books. Yes. They're talking about their yeah. books on yeah. social media. I've written a book. Uh, you can buy it. And then more bookshops are accommodating the self-published, uh, self-published books yeah. yeah even though there's some bookshops still who are ish, ish about mm-hmm. it but as we accommodate 100 yeah. uh, any book that we have written mm-hmm. we bring it to us yeah we will accept it yeah. and then put it on a platform yeah and from time to time share it yeah and then any author that tags us we also reshare it mm-hmm. we also share the links because every book that you place on nuria comes with a unique link uh-huh yeah so you click on that link like eric's book if you click on it it takes you to the our website yeah and then you can order it online and then deliver it to you uh within an, an outside kenya mm-hmm. yeah. interesting yeah. to you eric mm-hmm. you said you have published two books now yes, yes, yes. Uh, the first was an anthology of short stories yes and the second one uh as a real journey of discovery now this is a collection this is a collection so, so okay. the difference between an anthology mm-hmm. and a collection yeah is that the anthology we did it with seven other writers right and then this one is my stories and both are self-published both are independently independently published, published. Yes. why did you decide to go that way because we have very many publishers in kenya and in africa at large uh do we have many publishers in kenya I think we do. Name, why did you decide to wh- why did you decide <laughs> to self publish? Okay. Uh, or to independently publish as you uh, put it. Okay. So first of all, uh, I'd like I'd love to appreciate uh what Bule has said. Right. Uh there was a what I would call maybe barriers of entry yeah. into the publishing mm-hmm. world. Mhm. Because the market was ring fenced by the school the school publishers mm-hmm. so the when you talk about many publishers in Kenya the many publishers are publishing for the school market most of them yeah yes yeah so if you are a creative writer let's say or maybe you're writing non-fiction mm-hmm. you're clearly not writing for students for the school market yeah yes so now that means that there was a lack of diversity when it came to the books that mm-hmm. were available yeah uh in the Kenyan market. Yes. So when it came to the school market, uh you have to toe the line in some ways. You have to limit uh, your creativity. Mm-hmm. You have to write in a certain way. Yeah. You have to write uh there there are a lot of things you have to censor. Yeah. There are certain maybe moral lessons you are supposed to bring forth. Uh-huh, there yeah. There is so much that uh when it comes to that 
Mm-hmm. And let's say you write a story or yes. you write a book yeah. and then you submit your manuscript. Then you have to wait for maybe a year. Uh, and most probably it will be rejected. Mm-hmm. So there was that sense of, okay, we don't know what to do when it comes to uh, getting the, the the mainstream publishers. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to access them. We don't know how you're supposed to submit mm-hmm. <laughs> our books to them. How to pull them in even uh, to publish yes, your books. Yes, So yeah. now, uh, with the internet, right? the internet came to save the day for us. Uh, I think it's something we've seen in all industries. Mm-hmm. So the internet... The internet would you would call it maybe an enabler of democracy, mm-hmm. so it has democratized the process. Yeah, the same way you see it with the music industry, mm-hmm. from when you used to have the big, uh, the big mainstream labels, and now you can have musicians pushing themselves, publishing their music on Spotify themselves. Yeah, so you could have a, a, a musician who is independent, right, but making a lot of money by themselves. Yeah. So we can thank the internet for that. Because even with Bule here, mm-hmm. what he has is an internet business. Mm-hmm. Like Nuria is an internet business, I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. If you look at their website, if you look at what he's created with their WhatsApp group, yeah. if you look at um, even how the, the system itself, the yeah. Nuria system itself yeah. is structured, mm-hmm. I'm actually in power. Like I have my, what do you call it? I'm in control mm-hmm. of the process myself. Yeah. Because you get an account with mm-hmm. Nuria mm-hmm. and then you, you, you are the one who uploads everything. Mm-hmm. So it's basically like having a, a social media account. Right. Yes. So and you can track so how many now you books can have track, been sold. Yes, yes. Yeah. So every time a book is sold, you track. Yeah. That is not something I'm seeing with other bookshops. Mm-hmm. So if you, let me give you an example. I have sent my book to two bookshops. Yeah. That was maybe a month or two ago. Right. I have not gotten a, re- a response. Okay, I got a response, but now it's the response is call us back maybe next week. Aha. Uh-huh. So they have to do, you know, quality control or whatever mm-hmm. to look at it and determine if it is to their standard. Okay. But you see now with Nuria, Nuria has a very different model of uh, operating. Right. So it's bring your book. Mm-hmm. If the market wants it. Then the market will have it. The market will have it. <laughs> yeah. So basically it's up to you. Yeah. So you bring the book, mm-hmm. you push it. Yeah. If it doesn't sell, that's on you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even if it doesn't sell, Nuria won't sell. Now, since your book is not selling, we won't stock it anymore. Mm-hmm. You see, yeah. it's, it's yeah. all on you. Yeah. So there is there is something there. Yeah. That's the internet. Mm-hmm. Then there is the power of social media. Mm-hmm. As he has said, um, with social media, mm-hmm. uh, we, you know how we used to say that Kenyans don't read. Yeah. But then social media came, and we've seen a lot of people, people maybe who never even have thought of themselves as writers. Mm-hmm. They become popular on social media beating stories as mm-hmm. we would <laughs> call mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. and you know if you do something long enough you get good at it yeah so you have these people beating stories on facebook mostly because it's facebook for the writers 
So you have people beating stories on Facebook or on blogs and they become popular and they get better at it. And then people want a book, right? And now that they have decided to publish a book, you you are a popular writer on mm-hmm. social media mm-hmm. or you have a blog. Yeah. You decide to publish a book. So, do you take that book to Macmillan, you know, East African publishers? Mm. It certainly won't work for the for the mainstream publishers. Mm-hmm. But you already have a market, right? You yeah. have your few fans. Yeah. So even if you decided to sell a hundred copies, it's still a book, right? Yeah. So then you find out that you can actually publish your book yourself. So you need this amount of money. You need to find a printer. You need to find an editor. You need to find a designer. You need to find out how to get the ISBN mm-hmm. from the Kenyan uh, National Library Service. And then you also need to find out how you get the copyright right. from Kenya Copyright Board. Yeah. Actually, that's all. And that is all. Yeah, those are all the things you need. Yeah, yeah. And then you you compile your work. You look for an editor. Mm-hmm. And then now if you get a good editor, the editor is going to understand what needs to be done. So there's the structural editing, yeah, which is what he was talking about, where y- th- you look at is the story making sense? Is the book making sense? Mm-hmm. So this is not about typos at this point. Yeah. So it's about the, the plot, the logic of uh, the book. Yeah. Is it cohering? Mm-hmm. So after that, then there's the line editing. So the line editing is about the flow. Yeah. It's about the lines. It's at the sentence level. Mm-hmm. And then finally, there's the proofreading. Mm-hmm. So now this is where you look at the typos and all that. Yeah. So now after that, you... You take the book <coughs> to the to the designer. Mm-hmm. So now the designer, the designer will do two things. They'll make you a cover, and then they'll make a layout design for you. Mm-hmm. So they will they will design the book. Yeah. So when you look at a book, um, my input there mm. was the story. It's like the the story that I put in there. Yeah. That's what the book is. But yeah. when it comes to judging the book by the cover yeah and by how it looks mm. the congratulations are deserved by my designer not by me yeah because the designer is the one who will now make all these decisions mm-hmm. and there are so many decisions by the way yeah there are decisions about uh what color mm-hmm. you know what uh font will you use mm-hmm. uh, decisions about um uh, all those things. Yeah. So many decisions. And then those are decisions you make when you go to the printer. Yeah. He talked about the quality of the paper. So in my book, I've used off-white mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to white. Yeah. So it's a bit more expensive, but it's better on the eye. And it's it looks more it looks more quality uh-huh. as opposed to when you just have a really white paper. Yeah. Because, you know, a white paper could look the same as you know like when you photocopy something mm, so the, i see yes yeah, so when you have when you have a off-white paper when yeah. you have uh my cover is not glossy mm-hmm. i think it's called matte yeah so when you have such a book and it makes it uh what do you call it an artifact an item that somebody can treasure and read it again and again yeah as opposed to they just read it the once so uh to answer your question about why I decided to do self-publishing. It's because when we came together with my friends, 
on the first book, mm. Broken Rhythm, mm-hmm. uh, we knew that whatever we wanted to do, we couldn't do it with the mainstream publishers. Mm-hmm. So we decided to work together because only one of us had been published at that point, maybe two. Did you attempt to contact any of the mainstream publishers? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you were like, kaende, kaende. this is what well, you, you know just the, doing it You know, it time ourselves. is money. Yeah. So, time is money. So, uh, we decided to work together. Yeah. Um, and then, because we knew, if we work together, we learn how the process works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, the first book, I would say for me, the process was tough. It was a uh, steep learning curve. Mm-hmm. Because they were, I was learning all these things about uh, editing, like, oh, this needs to be done, this needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Like, and then there are all these, um, what would you call them? Like, these things you deal, the struggles you deal with, because, and some of them are internal, because you are not sure if the book is good enough. Mm-hmm. You, you have to worry about if you publish the book, and then people say, oh, there's a typo on page 10, and... And it's this already been published. This, this typo has ruined the book for me. So <laughs> yeah. somebody might say that. Or, oh, this book, the printer, there's this book page which has been printed this way or that way. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of risks. So even when you get into independent uh, publishing, mm. there are so many risks because you are also risk. You are risking your money, your reputation and all that. Yeah. Uh, and then we did it and it went well. So now when it came now to my own book, I already knew everything about mm, the process. Yeah, so, so it was it easier. It was smooth. The yeah. only maybe part which was not easy was me dealing with my own imposter syndrome. Like, is this book really good enough? Uh-huh. Should I, you know, I, I kept procrastinating on on uh, finally releasing it. But otherwise, the process because I, I had the designer already, I had the printer, mm-hmm. I knew how to get the ISBN, I knew how to get the, the uh, what do you call it, the copyright. The copyright, yeah. And I also knew what n- I needed done for the editing. Yeah. So the process itself was quite smooth. Does this pay? Yes, or did yes. you just do it to tick a box or say, I have written <laughs> the first book I have written. Well. I was 27 when I wrote the first one. I was 29 when I published the second. Does it pay? Yes, yes. It does. It pay. does? It does pay. Yeah. Uh, but of course, as I said, it all depends on you. Mm-hmm. So it's about... How your aggressive I- you market it and yes, things like uh, that. How you build your brand, yeah. how you market it, yeah. how you position it, uh, how even how you create it. Mm-hmm. Because... Um, you know how we say that marketing does not start when you start talking to the people. Mm-hmm. Marketing starts even in product creation. Yeah. So even the part the when I was uh, working on the book itself. Yeah. Because this is a collection of stories. Mm-hmm. So I had to think to myself, how am I going to market these stories? So I had to think, what is the container in which I'm going to put all these stories together, mm-hmm. call it a conceptual container, yeah. which you can now communicate. Yeah. So for me, the container was surrealism. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, this book is a collection of surreal stories. Mm-hmm. And then somebody would ask, what is surreal? What does surreal mean? Mm-hmm. I say, oh, surreal means 
making reality look strange. Mm-hmm. So that's what my book is about. Reality yeah. made strange. Yeah. Uh, they say that literature is about language made strange, but mm. my book is about reality made strange. So mm-hmm. now that is part of already part of marketing for me. Yeah. Because now it's like, uh, how many surreal books do you know in Kenya? Oh, I don't know any. So you're like, okay, this is my the first surreal <laughs> book. Yeah. So that's already <laughs> you know you see that's how you think about it yeah. when you are designing it, and mm-hmm. then. Even when you are talking about the cover, yeah, you know, like the cover itself should should be something which attracts the eye. Mm-hmm. You know, we said don't judge a book by by its cover, but really, how we tend else, to judge how books well, by the cover. How else are you going to judge <laughs> the book? You know, if it is not the cover, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then there's a blurb at the back, right. so you, you also have to like you know craft a blurb which captures what the book is about, mm-hmm. and at the same time is captivating. Yeah, and then something like font you know like i really worry about font mm-hmm. so like oh the font has to be readable mm. it has to be smooth and yeah. all that yeah so like all these are uh, decisions i had to make because i was thinking how am i going to mm-hmm. market it yeah and then now when now i came to the market with it i i now have to also deal with feedback mm-hmm. so after i've sold a number of books there are things people will tell me yeah so I will incorporate those things into feedback, uh, into the marketing strategy. Mm-hmm. So if I noticed people told me, oh, this book is so philosophical. Uh-huh. So now I had to go now back to even the, the description I wrote on the Nuria page. Uh-huh. I went and changed and now included, oh, this book, you know, it's philosophical and all that. So uh-huh. people okay. told me, oh, I read this book uh, uh, in one sitting. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, okay it's a fast paced book okay so now that is uh, information i can use again in marketing yeah so even the the feedback itself mm-hmm. you, you know people give me permission i can take the screenshot of what they have told me mm-hmm. and that and is post it and as that, a review. Yes, that is already marketing i've also had um, i've also had reviews done mm-hmm. one high profile review was uh-huh. done by john mozemba yeah uh, John Mozemba is the uh, the regional director Oxford. Of, of Oxford uh-huh, University Press. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, so he did a review of the book yeah. on Saturday Nation. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, at that time the book was maybe like a month a old. A month old, yeah. So you see that was a big boost because yeah. now it introduced the book to people who are not on my audience. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Uh, I also went on another podcast. Mm-hmm. It's a podcast with no name. Mm-hmm. So I was a guest there, yeah. you know, earlier. So again, now that introduces me to another audience. Mm-hmm. And now I'm here today. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Back to you, Bune. Uh, do you think uh, that self-publishing is sustainable? Is this something that you're going to be doing for the next 10 years, for the next 15? Uh I, I do you know. feel like it is economically fulfilling? Yes, yes, it is. is. It is. It okay. is. It is. Uh, I, I think every business is numbers game. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, what I've I think uh, observed mm-hmm. from a couple of authors is several authors is and and this is the advice I should sometimes give to to first time authors. Yeah. There's some who have not even written their books. Uh, uh, there's an author who reached out to me uh, last month. Yeah. Uh, 
um, he was putting some books a uh, book together mm-hmm. uh, he's a brilliant guy so he's in fourth year yeah so he told me uh, he has this book he has finished it uh, but he hasn't published it yet yeah yeah so I asked him a couple of questions and one of them was uh, how is his social media account mm-hmm he told me he's not that active or he doesn't have a lot of following and uh the advice i gave him was first to build his following mm-hmm. on 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 social media yeah so i told him to post to post part of his book mm-hmm. some of his, some bits an excerpt uh, yeah yeah some the ju- juicy part of the book to put it on his social media and grow his you and know yeah. his, and that's what he's doing now mm-hmm. so he pushed mm-hmm. it now he wants to publish next year yeah so first i think uh i think eric also mentioned it about marketing is is uh, before you write a book you must think about uh, how are you going to sell it mm-hmm. who is your target market yeah and uh, i think more authors or first time authors or young authors are also attending many events that mm-hmm. are being uh, i think organized there there's also writers guild they have uh, um, I, I think uh, where they usually call or they train is it training or what what do they do like yeah. gabriel dinda support yeah support some kind of uh, gote institute also mm-hmm. have i know uh, about gote institute yeah. Yeah. So they, yeah they also have that so i think the more they attend such event they also attend uh, book launches mm-hmm. that also helps you now to position your book yeah and um first time i think authors or the authors who are coming from market are doing that mm-hmm. they're not just putting the, the book out there yeah. first you have to grow the audience mm-hmm. and uh what i've usually the, the example that i give is biko mm-hmm. because zulu uh, yeah biko before he wrote his book his built his uh he blog. did he did yes he b- built his blog yeah into something else so when he was releasing drunk it was an easy mm. it was an easy sell yeah so i don't know the number of copies he have sold but he must have sold thousands of books so i think that is i think uh the advice they should give to first time authors first mm-hmm. build your audience yeah the other thing is uh what are you writing about mm-hmm Florence Bet writes about uh, finances. Yeah. Uh Joanne is good in telling stories, mm-hmm. Bertatia. Mm-hmm. Um so what are you known first? Uh-huh. For? And then uh, we should also give uh, uh we also recommend to them on what to look at because mm-hmm. you need to do some kind of fishing. Mm-hmm. So go to Silas Nyanchwani's uh Facebook, uh, uh-huh, yeah. yeah go through what he does the yeah. style of his marketing right yeah go through uh jacob aliet so mm-hmm. learn from them mm-hmm. so the yeah. market is the same but yeah. learn from the people who are ahead of you yes because things changed yeah and social media is a bit one of the biggest enablers so uh is the market ready yes mm-hmm. but now it's how you position your book it's how you position your product a book is a product you brought it to the market yeah produced like milk or bread yeah that's yours it yeah. will remain for you it will remain with you forever mm-hmm. it immortalizes you so eric book is a product yeah has created a product yeah so it's up to him now to push for that book and then talk about it his mm-hmm. product it's a baby so you have yeah. to nurture it yeah till it becomes you know uh, it sells itself like yeah. Google's books. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Whip No Child is yeah. I think his first book so people still buy. Yeah. So so uh, it, uh, till it reaches that point you have to you know take care of that baby. Mm-hmm. 
So and then Kenyan readers, what I've observed is Kenyan readers, more Kenyan uh, readers are accommodating Kenyan authors. Because mm-hmm. like what have Eric said now, the paperwork off-white, you know, yeah. the, the photocopy uh, paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people prefer the off-white or what we call it book paper. Yeah. So so that at least it feels like it's a book. Mm-hmm. It's an international book. Yeah. St- yeah. The standard is international. So that's also now uh, one contributor now also Kenyan authors are saying, oh, nowadays our books are well presented. Mm-hmm. The cover design looks it's appealing. Good. Yeah, yeah, it's appealing. So yeah. it looks nice. So now they're appreciating. Yeah. Kenyan authors, you know, readers are appreciating mm-hmm. that. So the more we do that and the more our our, our population grow, the more. So in the next, I think, couple of years, uh, two or three years, I think less than even five years, uh, I see that authors will go in, self-published authors will go in to make good living out of just writing. Mm-hmm. Just writing. And I think that is encouraging. Yeah, so I, I, I've come across an author who started writing in 2020 during COVID. Yeah. And uh, even though he was employed, he has three books now. And uh, from the savings from the book, awesome, yeah. the three books I've written, he bought his first car from savings. Awesome. The books. Oh, that is good. So, yeah. So, that's why I'm saying uh, he positioned his book very well, yeah. talked about it. And yeah. And luckily, he bought his first car last year mm-hmm. uh, just from the proceeds of the three books. Of the three books, yeah. Besides he, him being employed. So, yeah. he said yeah. his job, he was just saving. Uh-huh. And then more authors now are writing second book, third book, fourth mm-hmm. book. Mm-hmm. That means it's encouraging. Yeah. So yeah. as long as you've sold over 100 copies of the first uh, one, uh, first one that is promising. The goodness about self-publishing is uh, you pay yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're not waiting <laughs> for royalties yeah, at the yeah, end of the year. Because yeah. most of most of uh, sell, uh, most of mainstream publishers they pay annually yeah. royalties. Yeah. Uh, I don't know whether they pay some annually, but what I know is they usually pay you at the end of at the end year. Of the year, yeah. So, but now this one is pay on the go. Mm-hmm. As you sell, you are paid. Yeah. As you sell, you are getting that cash. Yes. So, and then you also have control over the cost. Yeah. This is the much it costed me. Mm-hmm. This is my margin, and there's the margin for the booksellers. Mm-hmm. So you can also tell that I've sold 100 copies, mm-hmm. and my margin is uh, 300 bob. Mm-hmm. And then you can say this is my profit. Yeah. So it's something that I think you can track. Yeah. Uh, because of that, I think. Um, I think most of, uh, if your story is good and you positioned yourself and you've built your profile, the key thing is building your name, mm. building mm-hmm. your brand. Mm-hmm. So once you build your brand there, out there, uh, there's high chances people will buy your book. Yeah. And good number of Kenyans nowadays are on social media. Yeah. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And then you leverage using those social media platforms. Uh, there's high chances, I think, uh, more than, I think, 90 percent yeah that your book will do well will do well and also you can make good living just from writing yeah and i foresee um because international authors most of them they have uh, what is it called uh, they're given gigs or they are invited by companies mm-hmm. to talk to the employees yeah true, true. yeah uh, also invited to events yeah so that will be also act as another source of income mm-hmm. another stream of mm-hmm. income mm-hmm. especially that happens in self-published no self-help books motivational yeah. and business books mm-hmm. uh sunny bindra now does i think he has two books mm-hmm. no not two books he self-published two books 
and he has three other book two other books i think by mm-hmm. publishers he has like four or five books yeah I'm not wrong and he's one of the guy i think in the market go to when it comes to customer service customer so what journals are fast moving in your bookstore uh, the self published ones uh fictional books fictional fictional books yeah but also um uh, self help books especially depending on the niche mm mm-hmm. like uh finance book yeah money books mm mm-hmm. uh, like florence book is doing well uh-huh. um and then also um there's another book that's on retirement that's doing well yeah but now the one that is leading is fictional books fictional the books. kind of you know uh, eric's books yeah, yeah. so anthologies yeah. Uh-huh. story books those mm-hmm. ones, novels yeah. are doing well so how many books in your bookstore are self published um there many because we have close to 19000 books uh half of those so books so then maybe uh, we can talk about the authors how many books do you have Authors, by the author authors we have uh, over a thousand authors now self published but now that's across africa okay because we're not only in kenya we also sell books from nine other african authors mm-hmm. who are self published okay who are self published yeah so um, uh, i think over 45% of our books are now uh, african or self published mm-hmm. books self published mm-hmm. books yeah yeah african or self published books mm mm-hmm. and they're doing well and the other books that are doing well in Kenya autobiographies aha political books are yeah, doing well yeah uh, we are a country that loves uh, politics mm, we do. so autobiographies uh, today the two books that have been launched mm-hmm. one is by professor fred ogola mm-hmm. it's a book on economics yeah and francis modaura he's mm-hmm. launching his yeah. memoir yeah so every month i think uh, next week on saturday there's another book launch mm-hmm. so every month i think uh the last six months yeah every month i think we attended like a minimum of five book launches five book launches, five book launches yeah. so which books are slow moving a good self published <laughs> now uh the one that is not doing well is uh motivational books kenyans do not want to be motivated by kenyans if you're writing a motivational book to motivate for Kenyans, for Kenyans <laughs> then uh, you must have either a big name uh-huh or it must be a niche based motivation what does that say about Kenyans in uh, Kenyans at ways in ambia how to make money nini ways in you can't unaniambia nini so that's what they say but story books novel books they read mm-hmm. but if you tell them that you teach them to motivate them unless you have a big name you are a well known person <laughs> yeah. they will buy the book and if you tell them that i will teach you how not to be depressed mm, i'll teach you how to, mm. unless you go in such niche but if you tell them uh, i will how to you know make a million shilling and any so they won't but now they read this is the irony now mm-hmm. they read international self help books motivational books Atomic Habit is one of best selling mm-hmm. uh, in the market. Yeah. So such books yes. Uh, again it depends like I've said everything re- revolves around the brand. The brand name, yeah. yeah. If they buy you they buy your book. Yeah. So that's it. So if they buy your brand they will buy you. So if you're writing a uh, self help or motivational book it has to be a niche based mm-hmm. like now florence but yeah. should i how much those books uh-huh. are about money yeah. so it teaches you how to be disciplined when it comes to saving mm-hmm. and spending 
Yeah. Uh, there's another book that's doing well. Uh, it's called Retirement. Mm-hmm. Retirement Planning mm-hmm. by Rose. Yeah. That also is a niche based. So unless yeah. you're expert in a certain area, another book that does well is uh, by Nashon Okoa, which he, he has three books. Uh, two of them are on real estate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. those are now niche based. They're niche based exactly, books. Yeah. So yeah. if someone is interested in real estate, yeah. so you love to buy. Uh-huh. But if it's just general motivational books, yeah then it's it it becomes a hard sell. Uh, you just tell them that how to make money. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, it becomes and and, and I think that stems from I think the uh, most of Kenyans experience mm-hmm. of uh, from uh, what is it called get rich kick schemes. Aha, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, because of that trauma that pain so mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Kenyan will say no, no. Yeah, no. yeah. But now autobiographies, fictional books uh niche based books mm-hmm. those ones are doing well yeah so 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 that's how it's an interesting market it's, it's a tough market mm-hmm. kenyan market is a tough market yeah so before a kenyan buys a book from you they must know you or someone must have recommended them or they must have seen a book with a prominent person mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. also those are the marketing gimmicks that you need yes. to use so yeah. every time you meet uh, like I meet you now, uh, I'll take a photo with you with yeah. my book yeah. and say that she bought from me. Or I meet <laughs> yeah. uh, Raila, uh, pose mm, with mm-hmm, him. Mm-hmm. Even if he won't read, I know he won't read. Yeah, it's but a good now, marketing exactly, strategy. Yeah. So yes. more authors are doing that as yeah. well. So yeah. they position in their book very well. Yeah. So to get into the psychology of the buyers. Yeah. yeah. As we close, Eric, yeah. mm-hmm. what are the disadvantages of self-publishing? Good question. Uh, I think the main disadvantage, uh, let me call it a limitation. Right. Uh, the main limitation is that, you see, as, a, as, an, as an independent writer, mm-hmm. you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. It's not institutional based. Eh? Yeah. So that means it continues so long as you continue. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So if it's marketed so long as you're marketing it. Mm-hmm. It's published so long as you're publishing it. Mm-hmm. It's pushed so long as you're, you're pushing, pushing it. it. Yeah. You see, now let's say, God forbid, or maybe it's a. Let me maybe not God forbid <laughs> because we will all die. <laughs> yeah. But we, every everybody dies, and let's say you die, what happens to your book? Because if your family doesn't push yes, it, that is the end. Unless of your it. family continues to publish it, it's the end. But let's say something like, um, let's say Ken Walibora mm-hmm. passed away mm-hmm. uh, a few years ago. The publisher was telling me by the time he was uh, meeting his demise, he was making millions mm-hmm. by year mm-hmm. from his books. Mm-hmm. And those royalties, I don't think they have stopped now that yeah. he's dead. They still continue. They still continue. Yeah. The books are still being published. Mm-hmm. You know, Sikunjama is still going to be a... Kenyan classic yeah. still going to be a Kenyan classic yeah. to still be taught to uh, to schools yeah so I think that's the main limitation the sustainability of it mm, yes. mm, mm-hmm. yes. okay but what it's do you a think very good mm. way to build a brand and, mm. and you know get known yeah then maybe later on you can publish uh, in the more traditional way mm. Mm. okay Bula, mm. last disadvantage before we <laughs> close. No, I, I think that's the key thing. Yeah. Uh, even though I've seen some 
uh, there's a publisher that no there's an author I know that when he died he put the book together it's a cultural book mm. his daughter picked it from there mm-hmm. so uh, I, I think uh, it's something that also I think as a company we need to think about it on how the sustainability yeah uh, we need to think about it because like uh, it's just similar to what happens in financial industry yeah where they say there's unclaimed assets uh-huh, yeah so for self-published that's where the, I think unless uh, you are generous enough to share with your f- brother or mm-hmm. your sister and tell mm-hmm. them that I've published this book, mm-hmm. so you are my next of kin. Yeah. So aware of it, this is where the manuscript is. Yeah. So this is how you can go about it. Uh-huh. And I think that's one thing I think self-published authors need to do: mm-hmm. share with uh, someone they trust with the manuscript. Yeah. So it, it so that it continues. Yeah. So the goodness about mainstream publishers is they have an office yeah. unless they become they are liquidated or uh-huh. you know the company dies uh your book will still continue, continue to, yeah. Yeah, to continue so i think yeah. that's one thing i think uh, first time authors mm-hmm. need to consider is they need to have a backup uh where you know even banks they should tell you who's your next of kin mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i think also they need, <laughs> they to, need have, to do something yeah like that. something like that yeah especially the manuscript need to be with uh with uh there's several books that now are out of print because of that mm-hmm. there's several self-published books yeah that uh, just died like that with the with the author and mm. uh, unless you rewrite it you look for the physical book and type it mm. mm-hmm. and then look maybe for their family and tell yeah. them that oh we want to partner with you guys and then do something about it like uh this book on by best of whispers mm-hmm. uh i think the family and another publisher plus you guys partnered and then put the his stories in the paper yeah it's called best of whispers yeah now it's a book yeah so hope maybe the families are getting maybe their royalties yeah hopefully collections of y- that yeah so I, I think that is i think one thing i think they need to can eric need to consider yeah, they need to consider they need to have that. yeah a next of kin yeah that has the manuscript and also guide them as well even though tafanya you yes. print yeah and then my books are with these published exactly. these uh, uh, bookshops yeah aware you need to be aware of them so mm-hmm. then so at least they gain once you know you pass on them yeah the family yeah, yeah. awesome mm-hmm. this has been an interesting conversation yeah. eric yes um before we close yeah uh, i have two things yeah uh first of all on december 2nd yeah this year yes yes december 2nd the first saturday of december mm-hmm. uh, i am having um an event okay. for the book yeah the second uh, yes the okay. second of december so yeah. that's the first saturday of december at 2:30 mm-hmm. yeah at 2 sorry mm-hmm. 2 to 5:30 yeah uh, at the august 7 memorial okay so those who don't know where that is it's right across from railways mm-hmm. bus stop mm-hmm. right uh, next to the cooperative uh, bank right there uh, the other thing uh, the book costs 1350 mm-hmm. 1350 yeah but currently i have an offer and it's running up to November 18th. November 18th. Yes. So okay. the offer is 300 shillings off. So you can get it for 1,050 shillings. Okay. And you can search for it at Nuria. Mm-hmm. You can just search the Surreal Journey of Discovery, Nuria, mm-hmm. on Google. Okay. Or you can just search my name, Eric Rogara, Nuria, and you'll find it there on Google. And then follow there. 
steps. Follow the steps. Yes, and they will deliver yeah. where you are. <laughs> of course. Even if you are in Masabit. Okay. Yes. Uh, sawa sawa. Uh, Thank you so much gentlemen. This has been an interesting conversation mm-hmm. and I loved that you came. Thank you so much for awesome. sharing uh, uh, with us. Thank you. Uh, This was Nation Lifestyle Podcast. Thank you again. We will see you next Saturday in our next episode. Goodbye.